Welcome to another episode of Balance and Water. This is your girl Balance. I'm here with my partner Water. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> no problem. Oh, oh man, um, this is going to be a rough episode. By the way, sorry that this episode is late. Sorry we didn't um, record last week. We had a lot going on. Everybody's in and out of town. Um, <clears throat> I'm actually um, getting over a little sickness myself. Um, and my partner, she had something that she still currently has. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's that China disease. Oh, that coronavirus. Yeah. Probably. I'm not no, really let's not sure. say that. Let's not say that. That's what it's called, though. No, but I don't want that. Let's not put that on me. Well, People are dying. But that's what it might be. No, thanks. I don't want to die. It's not the coronavirus. Okay, well, she got something that she hasn't been able to get rid of in the past two weeks. Um, so, y'all just say a prayer for her. Please. I say one for myself, even though I'm at the end, but I feel pretty good. <clears throat> so, how's the past two weeks been for you, um, despite what's going on the past couple of days? I just want to see how you're doing. Um, It's been fine. Uh, I had a good week. I, this weekend, I went to Atlanta. What um, was in Atlanta? I went to the Oprah's 2020 Vision Tour. What's that about? Because I've seen a few people from my church went there. Um, really? Um, so it was kind of uh, like a get yourself together wellness tour, talking okay. about you know getting yourself mentally, spiritually, physically, you know, together. And sh- every stop she's had a um a, a guest, mm-hmm. and ours was The Rock. Okay. And so um. And I actually thought that he wasn't going to be there because his father, his father passed. had passed. But um, he came and, you know, he talked about a lot about his father and, you know, life-changing stuff. It was a really good interview, but it was a long day. It started at 9 and we didn't get out till 4. Did you guys have, like, different, like, workshop classes or so, something to that extent? Um, yeah, kind of. So she had, like, somebody that came out to do meditation, teaching how to meditate um, how to clear your thoughts, like clear the noise out mm-hmm. and get refocused. She had, um, so this is also cause you know, she does Weight Watchers. So this right. is also like sponsored by Weight Watchers. <clears throat> it really, I was kind of nervous that that's what it was all going to be about, <laughs> but it actually wasn't like th- she did talk about weight and stuff, but, <clears throat> um, it was more just about getting your full self together. So you had like a workbook. Mm-hmm. And we went through the pages, and she actually went through the pages. It was there was a lot more of her than what that I expected. Mm-hmm. Like she was there the whole day with us, <coughs> and you went through the workbooks and answering questions about yourself, what you want to change, how you think you should change it, you know. And she, it was really, it was really good. She's more hands on than what you anticipated. Yes, gotcha. very much so. From <coughs> beginning, I mean, she was there from beginning to end. Uh, they provided lunch for us, so there was a lunch break. But that was the only time she wasn't there. But other than that, she was there. Gotcha. And um, yeah, it was it was really good. So of course I'm I'm after it. I'm like okay, you know you feel good. Mm-hmm. You're like you're thinking about life and you're thinking about all the things you want to change and how you refocus and what your vision is for the year and everything. And then that all gets sucked away. 
it kind of put a lot of things in perspective because a lot of the stuff that she was talking about from the rock talking about his father dying and the impact it had she was talking about um she talked about her the last days of her mother dying and how her and her mother had such a bad relationship Mm -hmm. um and then this right so it it was like a lot i'm like what is the universe trying to tell me like it's it's just it's a lot right there there have been a lot of pivotal deaths um around and i've been fortunate enough to not have um any close family members you know pass away within the past couple years i want to say the last big one that actually affected me was my uh, grandmother, my mom's mom, which was like over five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. So since then, I've kind of been okay. But I want to say last year, um, as most of you all remember, the last one that really affected me, I want to say it still bothers me, is Nipsey Hussle. Right. Um, just, I guess, because I'm more of a moral person, um, and I like the to look out for the well-being of everyone in the world Mm -hmm. and anybody that can make an impact for change they usually um they hold a place in my heart Mm -hmm. and he was definitely one of them because he was able to be himself and still inspire others to want to be better as well as changing and growing it was almost like um you know listening to his music from when he very first started came out and you know he talked about all the hood things that you can talk about bitches hoes shooting guns violence you know that's how he came out because that's what was popular and that's what the mind state he was in mm-hmm. and to see where he evolved to now um but prior to him passing was to dedication and hustle and motivate mm-hmm. and living to expire inspire you know helping out those who were incarcerated that needed help finding a job providing opportunities for others you know you it's rare that you can actually see someone and grow with them from when they very first started so his death definitely um it weighed heavily on me um more than what I would have anticipated because I just followed him based on the good things that he did and then I fell even in more love with him once he got with Lauren London because I was a fan of hers and then just to see them uprise and it be taken away it definitely bothered me. And then here we are today. Mm-hmm. Um, January 27th is our date and of 2020. And yesterday, January 26th, 2020, I want to say we suffered yet another one, another great loss. And I will say this episode is definitely going to be called Loss, L-O-S-S, Angeles, um, just because they've lost two great pioneers. Um for that state and on the 26th they lost Kobe Bryant and you know not to take anything away from anyone else that um, is deceased from that plane crash you know they were all just as important but him and the platform that he had especially for women um, and women in sports was something extremely big Um, and that was simply because of his daughter um, who passed away in that helicopter crash as well Gigi um, because she was the only daughter that he had out of the four so far that was into sports Mm -hmm. so they were kind of like two peas in a pod he could relate to him she could relate to him on a different level different level she went everywhere with him she was always a student of the game she was always learning the game they were always just side by side trying to grow with one another and one thing I found out today is that 
they actually had the same exact birthday, August 23rd. Mm. So it, it is definitely something that's touching. Um, just to see their bond, how close they were. Um, maybe it's a Zodiac type of thing, or it could just be their love for sports. But just to see that break um, in such a, a freak and tragic accident is just... It's almost mind-boggling. I want to say <clears throat> this is the the second time I've actually cried. Um, I cried yesterday. I cried some today. And I don't know if it's the fact that they're no longer here or if it's the fact that my mind is so detailed that the only thing I can think about is what were those last moments. Yeah. And... His ability I mean, I to. Did you see the video of the plane? Yeah. So <laughs> I was saying to my sister, I was like, I wouldn't even be surprised if, well, one, as a father, like aside from who he is as a dad, when you, and you had parents on this flight, mm-hmm. right? There was a father on there with his wife and his, his daughter. There was another mother on there with her daughter. These people are probably thinking, I need to protect my child. Right. And the fear of realizing that this this plane is going down, what are you doing? I would not be surprised if they find them hovered over, holding on to each other in some kind of way, right? Right. Well, what do you do? Like, you, you can't, there's nothing. Clearly, there was no, um, there's ju- no jumping evacu- out with Yeah, there was no jumping parachute. out the plane. There was yeah. nothing, right? which I didn't know if that was a thing for helicopters. Do they not have an escape? Well, most times helicopters don't fly high enough to, to where have. there is a, like, you jump out with parachutes. Um, they're not above elevation, above those clouds, most times that you would have an actual airplane. So when you jump out, you know, you have that room to mm-hmm. parachute down. Um, but I, I definitely agree. I, I think the most disturbing thing is that just the fact that you know that this is pretty much going to be the last time that we see each other alive and your child is looking at you terrified mm-hmm. and you tell me it's going to be okay and you know this is definitely going to be the end. You're hoping for the best. You're holding them. But right. you know there's absolutely nothing that you can do about it. Whatever happens is going to happen. And the only thing that I prayed um, and that I still pray is that it was a quick death. I, I truly, I hope that it wasn't where they crashed and, and they, had, they had yeah, broken bones. Think, and <coughs> I think it was probably, I, honestly, the, the rate as how, you know, the tumbling right. back and forth, all of that, I can probably imagine that the death was quick and it was, could be, have been before they even hit the ground. I, I, I truly hope that is the case. My, my, hope to the family is that there are remains because how do you close this chapter of your life with nothing like you don't have anything the 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 fire was intense right and by the time they it took for the i know they said it was a quick response to them but they had to get lowered down like paramedics had to be lowered down um they had to hike up to the spot so i don't know exactly how long the fire was you know right. inflamed for so I'm I assu- hope there are 
I'm, I'm assuming there body. were for them to be able to identify that they were nine people well, prior to that. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. Me identifying that there are nine people before we left the air. It's just like with a plane. Like I know everybody who was supposed to be on the flight. Right. They left from an airport. So there had to be names of everybody that's on the flight. That's really all we have. Because what if they got there and there was nothing? How would you? The only way they could identify that those people were there was like, well, I said my mom was on the flight. Right. right? There wouldn't necessarily be. There doesn't always have to be body right. parts. Right. So I just hope that there was. I hope that there's something. So if it has to be ashes, I mean, to cremate bones or whatever, something, because that would bother me. If I if you you left me this morning and I have nothing, I don't even have a a finger of you, something right. to know that that's my husband and my child, and vice versa for the other family members. I think um, another disturbing issue for me is how TMZ went about this. Um, I get that you want to be the first news outlet to report the first big stories, but I I think there has to be some type of protocol that that needs to be done with these different outlets and how they release things. Because the only thing in my mind is that, in my mind I'm thinking Vanessa's probably nurturing the new baby, the younger one, Capri, the one that's only a few months old, she's probably walking around, probably feeding the baby. <coughs> um, Natalia, the oldest, is probably sitting on the couch watching TV. And then you got um, Bella Bianca, who's probably running around playing with toys, and the TV's on, and then you see TMZ reports Kobe Bryant has died. And you're sitting here like, what? They were just flying across. Like, I feel like that should not have been done. I have a different outlook on t- I, I, people attack TMZ a lot, and I I don't understand why because I get that they may not go about it the way people want, but the reality is we live in a society that we want all our information. We want to know everything right now, right? And that is exactly what they are giving us. You know, Harvey has people who work. From what I've heard, that he has people that work in the um, the police department. He has people who work uh, in the hospitals, and because mm-hmm. they're always like, "How does he get his information?" Well, he it's not like he's just out here making stuff up. Right. He is getting legit solid facts. Um, but like for TMZ, they didn't release that. So yesterday, after I came from brunch, that's when I found out. When I I messaged you also. Because ABC News post said that all four of his children were on the on the flight. Right. I had I, I saw it prior to you texting me, and I actually seen someone share it that Kobe Bryant had passed, and I'm like, God, they're getting out of hand with these hoax um, email links and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Because you know how they said before the mm-hmm. Rock was passed away, right. Kevin. And I'm like, man, they're getting out of hand with all this stuff, um, and I'm like. This isn't true because, of course, it would have been some time, and I'm sure the family would have been notified. And then that's when the wildfire of everything else, right? From so all like, the other news, TMZ outlets. had never reported that. They did report that he was dead. He was in the plane, but so you have something a, a big entity like ABC News that you would think that they would get their information right before, right. right? Right. And they had to come back every recant and say, "We apologize. That was not the. It was only this one child." And whatever, so I don't, I don't get mad at TMZ 
for reporting the important stuff. The messy stuff, maybe yes, but I feel I just feel like when it comes down to death, uh-huh. even whether it's ABC, NBC, CBS, PBS, whoever the hell it is, I just feel like you know there should be some type of protocol to make sure the family is notified, even if they are the seventh phone call from a news outlet to let them know or whatever the case may be. That's just not. I wouldn't want to find out about. But I'm sure by the time they had released it, they had already known. Well, well, that's what we hope. Yeah, I'm sure by the time T, because the only way TMZ would have known, like how how would T, how would TMZ have found out that he was on the plane, right? I'm sure by by the, it's not from the airport it would have had to have been from medical exam something it could have been it could have been because some of there were some of the pieces of the plane still there so there could be memorabilia could be stuff from you know it, it's a lot of stuff that could have been there in regards to it and all it takes is a phone call to see where it came from mm-hmm. um and from what i've seen there was actually one of the oldest and safest military like helicopters that could have been flown because so, he said he he always flew yeah, because everybody kept saying, "Well, why would he just? He could have just drove." No, he but always he says flies. he doesn't like to be in traffic, and he right. doesn't like to mix it. I mean, he's missed stuff for the kids before being having to sit in traffic in right. LA traffic, so it's easier just to get in the plane and fly for fifteen minutes and and, and right. you know land. So I get it. He had flown the day before, right? Same. So it's it was a regular practice for him. Yeah, it, um, it was nothing out of the ordinary. I'm I more just think irritated it. with the conspiracy theories and yeah. all of this stuff. Like it was a setup and. A, that's the stuff that bothers me more than TMZ. <coughs> and, and it actually pisses me off because they did the same shit with Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, um, and there's always going to be. And, and it's our own, like, first of all, they black can nev- people. they can never. We don't like to accept death. Right. It always has to be someone else. There is nothing. Like, stop with the conspiracy theories. It was tragic. Things happened. We're, you know, we're not supposed to question. This is just one of the, use it as a lesson in life like stop a, with the conspiracy theories this is please. definitely a test of your faith this is a test right. of, this is a test of your faith who knows what the message was whatever it was they all have fulfilled their purpose on earth who knows what their deaths were supposed to bring to light for others. other people right? yeah even the whole saying of um life is too short you know people like to say that a lot and i'm thinking but in reality it's not Life is, at this point, it, it's how much you can impact in the amount of time that you have. Right. Nobody knows, you know, because we all have the notion that a full life is you dying at 89 years old. You're right. not supposed to die at 41 years old. But think about in 41 years, everything he's how done. much he has done. He technically had lived a full Life, right. he has done more in 41 years than people who have gotten 89 years. Just like, so, just like Nipsey. Yeah, so you can't say life is too <clears throat> short. Instead of looking at it like that, it's what are you doing in the time that you have? Are you fulfilling a purpose That's while you're it. here with the time that you have? I was Before I got here, I was on watching ESPN and um, Tracy McGrady. He was just a mess on ESPN. But he was saying that when they were young, um, that Kobe used to always say he wanted to die young. Mm -hmm. He wanted to be immortalized. He wanted to be great and die young. Mm -hmm. And so to him, 
89 years of life wasn't going to mean anything to him. Right. That is probably why he did so much in such a short amount of time. Right. Because he wanted his impact to be quick. Right. Maybe for whatever reason he felt like he was going to always die young. Who knows? But in his 41 years, everything that he has done, you know, surpasses what a lot of people have done in a full year of life. Full, you know, lots right. of years of life. So we have to stop saying it's this whole, oh, people die. It's no, make an impact in the time that you have. That's that's the focus. It's not right. how many years you get. Is what you do with the years that you have. Or that you're given. Right. And it, it I think I I heard a lot for Vanessa because it's like how do you grieve when you have two younger babies? <coughs> one that's like two and then one that's a newborn where will never know their father. Never. I mean she'll um, just hear. They'll see all the memorabilia, they'll hear the talks. Yeah. But they'll never be able to feel what um Gianna and Natalia <clears throat> were able to actually experience. And it's like, how do you move on? Because you got to realize, Vanessa was with him since she was 17. So it's not a question of how do you move on. There, There is no moving on from this. It's just how do you, how do how you, do you, cope you just cope? Right. How do you cope to, once you cope, okay, say, say a couple of years go by, how do you process life without him moving <laughs> forward? So it all depends. This is something that we won't know, you know, because... Clearly, we're not in their. We weren't in their marriage or their relationship, but it also depends on what type of conversations they had. She actually, we we don't want to believe this because it, to us it's so heavy, but she may actually be at peace with what has happened, based on whatever conversations they have had about him. You know, if I die, right? You know, or how his outlook on life was after um, retiring. We don't know what conversations they had. And so all of this may make sense to her. Right. All of this, it may be heavy. It may be, you know, a lot. Yeah, she's going to have to deal um, with a lot and, and, and raising the girls and stuff. But the reality is we don't know what they had in their marriage and how they their outlook on life was. He may have talked to her about the same things about dying young and, you know, what to do if, if I die and well, how do you raise the girls? How, they may have had all of that. We don't we don't know. It's going to be devastating anyway, but she may not be, she may be at peace. She may be. I, I hope that she gets there right. quickly. Because it's, it's just, some, it's just, it's, just it's hard, hard for to, us yeah, to, to process. process it. Yeah, because I couldn't imagine being in that spot because... We're just now starting to see Lauren in the public again. It's going on almost a year now. Yeah, well, grief usually takes two years, right, for people to come out of it and start to function normal, right. Um, and we're only seeing Lauren because we have to see her, right. And it's only for public things in regards to him, right. It's and that's also a whole another like we have to let we have to stop it because like. We have to give them their time. Right. I agree totally. And and it was kind of surreal last night also seeing stuff with on the Grammys with Nipsey because it's like they also had to accept his Grammy in the Staples Center. Where he was. Where he was buried. Where, where his funeral was, right? right? Then now this is also where Kobe played and 
made his mark and and you're walking by outside seeing the memorials and the people with for him the same way you saw Nipsey. So it was a whole nother trigger for them, right? All right. That's that's triggering trauma and you don't know where they're at in their healing and to have to be pulled back into that you feel you know you feel right. all of those things all over again and i would think that lauren will be able to relate more so to vanessa more than anything you know you just think that they're coming back home they're doing something they normally do on a Absolutely. regular basis and that's it. Not, i mean that's anybody yeah you leave that morning and you just you don't think anything of it right. and you shouldn't you shouldn't wake up thinking oh my god am i gonna make it home today you that shouldn't be the way that you live life. And, and it's crazy because the reason why I had to get off of social media was because the only thing I can think about was when is my time going to come? Yeah, it puts everything in perspective. How, how am I going to go out? You know, I started putting things like, I hope I go out quick. Mm-hmm. I drive relatively far from where I stay to go to work. It's a lot of construction. A lot of people driving crazy, a lot of semi-trucks. So I'm like... Is my day going to come where I'm going to have a bad car accident? Right. You, you know, it just... Do, you can't do of it. Of course. <clears throat> of course you can't think that way, but because of the way these freak accidents are happening, mm-hmm. it puts in perspective your life. Your life. Yeah. But you, you can't... It doesn't have to go that way. We can't... I mean, we... It's... It's going to bring up a lot of uneasy feelings for everybody, right? Because you think to yourself, if somebody with the stature of a celebrity like Kobe Bryant, who, you know, his plane should have been, like, the best, and, you know, right. and and the pilot, I'm sure he it was an excellent, you know, veteran right. pilot and all these things. But you just don't know whatever. That's why I'm like, you... You really can't question whoever your you know higher being is. It's the you're questioning why there right. there's definitely you have to think there was a whole almost a whole family. There are two kids who just lost their mother, their father, and their sister. Mm-hmm. There's a husband and three kids mm-hmm. who just lost a mother. You know what I'm saying? Like right. there. It's hitting everybody in, in, in large capacities. These are not right. like small. People lost almost a half of a family, more than half of a whole family. Right. With Kobe, yes, I'm not saying that. Of course, it's just as devastating with him, but it's it happened to a lot of people. Right. And a lot of people, <sighs> a lot of families are torn. Yeah, he's the just most think popular. about the kids who were waiting for him mm-hmm. to land to play this game. A whole team of girls just lost three of their play their their teammates that they just saw the day prior. Right, they just played with the day prior. They probably were texting them that morning, like y'all ready for this game? You know what I'm saying? Like, and to just that quickly, instantly gone. It's very uneasy. I mean, I one thing I do like this week. I have I was looking at my schedule for the week, and I'm like, wow, I have a lot of men this week, and I know. It's going to bring up a lot of emotion. Mm-hmm. It's going to be conversations I'm going to have to have all week about Kobe because I know it's going to hit men. Seeing all of these basketball players and, you know, just sports people, just men, yeah. period, and, and seeing how they have reacted. I'm kind of happy because it's making them address feel their emotions. Their emotions. Yeah. 
I know there's a lot of women who probably had to console their husbands last night or and will have to continue to, whether it's professional players or just regular people, you right. know? Um, I had a homeboy who called me, like, immediately when I posted it, and he's from L.A., and he was a mess on the phone. You know, because he, he's from L.A. He grew up with Kobe, you know, and it's like, what do you say in that moment? So, I, it will... For if you want to say look at the brighter side, it's gonna bring some kind of awareness to people and their feelings, men and their feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully, we can get something good out of that. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think because Kobe was uh, the very first player that you know this generation was able to see come in and leave. Because mm-hmm. you know you had and leave healthy, exactly. leave, leave on a good note, a good note, like with a, a real legacy. Not saying that Michael Jordan didn't, but he left, came back. You know, his second right. second time around wasn't as good, wasn't the same right. as it was. But this guy played twenty years in Los Angeles and had a phenomenal career <coughs> with one team. Yes, um, and he <coughs> he stayed for what he stood for. You know, him, Phil Jackson, and. Shaq having them able to reunite and not have any issues, he was just a loved person. And myself, I'm not even gonna lie, I disliked Kobe, absolutely. the player, because he was so cocky. <laughs> absolutely, I, I couldn't stand. stand. I mean, absolutely, that was one person I, I couldn't stand. I even though I knew he was great, I yes. would not root for him. Yes, and then once he <laughs> retired, I, loved I think him. that last season, it like it was. Um, like for me it was like okay like he i started to like him because i was happy for everything he was able to do right. and like oh he's leaving on a good note he's leaving on her. and then he has still has all this life to live after right. to do all these things right and then when i started seeing him do like the documentaries and doing all these things, i was like yo i'm i'm really liking how his life after basketball is happening even the interviews that i would see of him after i was like you know you you start to understand him better not just as the player right so so um it's like it's sad because you know he was he was just getting into his life after right. basketball because like all there was another was... part of him that we would have seen and right. would, would be able to respect all right. even though you didn't like him as a player you would start to respect him right. as a human I'll, being. I've always known he was a great player. It was just that I hated that he was so yeah, good he that he could be cocky and then team. he could back up anything he said or did. Right. It was like he can talk trash, but right. he can back it up. So there was absolutely nothing that you could say negatively about right. him that he couldn't do. Right. And off the court, he was just as phenomenal. But once he retired, you have nothing but respect right. for his game right. because right. you knew how great he was. Right. And he was even better off the court. So it, it really wasn't any animosity, but just to see someone go out that way, he was just getting started. I want to say, did he um, receive an Oscar for his book or he something? Got for his documentary, his documentary, um, Dare Basketball. Yeah, yeah, you know, like it was so much that he was getting into um, and even just making time to coach his daughter's basketball team. You don't find right. many NBA players or post-NBA players that want to go and coach their child. Right. He was one that wanted to be hands-on. Right. You know, and even inspire other athletes. And it's something that can be uplifted in everything that he he did. He wasn't just a basketball player. He dibbled and dabbled in everything. Right. And so this is something that can be respected. So you hate to see that it 
he had to leave so soon just because he was just getting started with life after basketball. Right. If that makes sense. So, so. it it is definitely something that's just been heavy. I think it kind of shook everybody cuz mm-hmm. I mean, I think because how competitive he was, you didn't think that he was going to go out this soon and this way. We know we yeah, have a time I to go. I think it's more about the way that it happened. Yeah, because it's a freak accident. Because if, if it was something like he had gotten sick or something, right. you know, then you're you kind got of time preparing to process. yourself. But it was just like out of nowhere. Right. Because the first thing I said to myself when I saw it was like, where was he going? <laughs> where was he going? Like, why was he in a helicopter this early? Where is he going? And then to find out. You're going to your daughter's basketball. Like, you went, you were going to the thing that you do the best. Right. With and the person that you're grooming to be you. Like, that is crazy. And it's crazy that one, I can't remember which um, which of the two or three people that it was. I want to say um, the mom and the daughter, they usually drive to the games, but they only got on the helicopter out of convenience because they were running late. Mm. But they never they always drive mm. and this one time mm. that's See? why that's why that's I feel like if everybody has their time yeah and it's already written in stone right when your time's gonna come regardless of how it may happen you already know and I'm sure they didn't think anything of it like yeah. what's going on Kobe's helicopter we always do you know he's yeah, always he's flying always, and yeah. this is nothing it's safe we're fine it's only a 20 minute flight like right. we can do and then just like that I'm just, I'm a little irritated with the fact that, I mean, I don't know, you know, when when you're at a certain level, like people, uh, you they'll, they'll do things, they'll go outside their boundaries, right? So mm-hmm. his pilot, because they said that even the police department's helicopters were grounded because right. the fog was so bad. Right. So why did the airport allow them? to even take off well well for apparently from what i was reading he was actually trained and certified to fly in all types of conditions so So he was the best pilot to fly with extra fog so that's why it's like it was just it was just their time you had the best pilot you had the safest (coughs) helicopter right you it it was your time this was a thing that we did all All the the time time. you've never had any issues with kobe having a malfunction in a helicopter he's never had any issues right it was just his time. Right. It sucks the way it happened, but we have to come to terms with everything that he needs to accomplish. He did. He accomplished in his time frame. He did. The little bit that those girls needed to accomplish, they yeah. accomplished yeah. in and, their and time frame. And they will carry on with them forever. Right. Forever. So. Who, child, I can't say. It's only... The 27th of January. 2020 just started. So, let me ask you this. Who do you think, or in your opinion, do you know of anybody in L.A. that may carry the torque um, no. to to help that city grow, be a Mm-mm. pivotal, monumental person? Is there's, there anybody? No tor- there's no torch to carry. Leave it where it's at. So who's I don't, gonna build I don't from want it? no I don't want anybody to come and take over Kobe's spot. No, 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 no. I'm not saying like take over. I'm saying okay, you had these great people. So you had Nipsey doing everything for the community, building it up, um, giving like two hundred or something thousand jobs to people in the community that didn't have jobs, building everything up. You have Kobe 
who was doing his thing off the court, breeding into the new generation. Just same thing um, Nipsey was. Is there anybody else, whether it's an actor, whether it's an athlete, is there anybody in LA that you see can help LA sustain the more that they're going through and uplift? I mean, them? I'm sure that there are other people that are doing the same things. I'm sure you know Snoop has his impact on on Cali. Ice Cube, I'm sure, has his... It's just... I think LA carries a lot of people who are doing things for the community and and will continue the legacy of of Kobe. Um, He has players that are are like Tracy McGrady. He started coaching his daughter's AAU because of Kobe. So he, I think... In different ways. I don't think it's only just LA, but I think LA has a handle. I mean, they okay. are losing people, but I definitely think that they have it handled in the sense of, of, of helping the community. They, they understand this is a loss for them, absolutely. Right. Um, because he grew up in that city. Like, we watched him grow. Right. Right. From Even though he was from Philadelphia, right. we watched he still, him. He stayed there and watched him grow. We watched him grow. So. I want it to just be that for him. Okay. I don't want anybody to come and try to be. I don't want anybody to try to come and be Nipsey. I right. want people to be affected by Nipsey and inspired, inspired by him, and change their life and do things in the honor of him. And same with Kobe. But I don't need there to be like a torch passed or anything like that. Okay. Me personally, I don't. I, I'm tired. I don't like. I like people to be. Um, for their legacies to stay where it's at. I don't think we need somebody to come in and take over. I just think we need people to be affected and change because their impact will be different. Right. It'll be inspired by, but it'll be a different impact. So right. who, I think that's how it should be. I don't think it, I need you to go copycat whatever they were doing right. for us to feel comfort. Right. Because that's really what it is. It's like we don't want to lose the idea of this person, but we won't. Right. We'll always remember. Nobody, Nobody's ever going to forget Kobe Bryant at no point right in yeah. life period so yeah no they I think just just everybody be affected impacted and change your life you know accordingly I can understand that I can respect that yeah I don't see cause that. like I don't cause, like who you what are we gonna do say LeBron's no no cause he's <laughs> I, I don't I don't think it could be LeBron just for the simple fact that he's um not that he's not an impactful person and he couldn't impact LA, but he's bred in Cleveland. Yeah, that's been his. That's his, been LA his is area. Not his, yeah, yeah, LA not his is city. not his place. Right. Whatever he's doing at his home, he had already started that. That's where right. it needs to be. At. It's not LA. Right. And even if he does things in LA, we, they, people won't be hurt by it. But it just wouldn't be as strong because you didn't grow there. You just right. moved there. Right. Versus those in Cleveland that you've been building since you first got into the right. lead and then going back and giving them that hope. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I agree totally. I agree totally. Um, I do like the, the – I see everybody's already, you know, what they need to do. They're saying – I don't think they should change the Staples Center to his name, but I do like the idea of changing the NBA, um, logo. The NBA logo. Yeah. I do like that. Yeah. I, I, at this point, I know it won't happen. It, it may because, I mean – he, he had enough impact on the league for it to be you know, changed in that way. I think the only way it would happen and could possibly happen based on me seeing um, his interview, Jerry West, who's the original right. person 
on the logo. Um, he was a mess also on ESPN. And I think him saying, right. I've, I've carried it long enough. Right. Now let Kobe carry it for a next set of years for a generation. Right. I can see that. <coughs> but unfortunately, what's going to happen is, and not, you know, definitely not putting this in the universe, but if Michael Jordan dies next year, what then happens? Because then people are going to feel like, well, Jordan had an impact just the same. Why right. can't he be on the logo? Right. Um, it, yeah, it, it all just depends. I mean, my thing is that Jordan has his logo, which is the, the outreach, yeah. which he has the shoe, so that's big enough. You know, and even though Kobe has his shoe, he never had a, a, a logo besides mm-hmm. the Mamba-type logo. Mm-hmm. He's never had a logo of himself, so I feel like he would be more than deserving if anyone. Mm-hmm. I'm um, for it if it happens. For him to have it, you know. And honestly, the the... the the uh look the actual stance that they're trying to right. use it do, it's not that much different than right. it's not like when you see it you'll be like oh that's not the NBA. like yeah. it still looks like the nba logo right it's just a frame of kobe um and i won't just bring up her name or the lady from um i, don't, I can't even think of the the news station oh um, msnbc yeah i don't um, believe she said it oh i don't i, I don't care if she said Nakers, the N word or whatever, but to... even the other lady that um put out on Twitter about oh, Kobe's um the, the situation rape. the thing that is, was we can't we can't ignore that though. No one's it was a, no, a it was no a part is, of it. It's no just not the it. time to say it. You, I mean, a person hasn't even be, been dead twenty four hours for you to then um bring up every the bad part the one bad thing that happened but even then it's like okay he was acquitted for it and and my just this is my personal belief i feel like there was no rape i feel like <coughs> there was a situation where it was consensual and you see a money ticket this is just my opinion not saying that the that this possibly couldn't have right, happened because he wasn't convicted of anything right. it was all about money right that's what that's what that's what everything was about and then the fact that you you bring this up at this time and you risk losing your job. Um, it, it speaks volumes about character. Yeah. It's character. Yeah. The other lady, I don't, she, she said, she was like, I did not say she was mixing up the Knicks and the Lakers. She, that's what she claimed. I real that I don't believe was intentional. Right. I, I didn't even the hear Twitter. It. Yeah, you typed that out. Yeah, she and you pressed sent. She kept talking. and you kept saying stuff that was intentional. The right. slipping of your tongue and you said the mix up. I, that I can be a little bit more lean. Be like, oh, okay, but of course, you know, everybody's gonna come and attack her right. for it. I get that, but the other one, no, you knew what you were saying. Right. I um, quite frankly, I'm just not trying to hear any of the negativity um, in regards to him because right now we're mourning um, someone that's great. They're going to do it. They're, they're, yeah, they're, 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 they're going to do it. So that's why I just ignore it. I don't look at it. I don't listen to the interviews. I don't listen to the repeats. I see people sharing it. I don't care. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to choose to it's see the so good. It's just so crazy because that one thing, right? I'm going to be like, people, when you die, you want people out here talking about all the stuff that you did? Right. That man has one thing. Right. Honestly, in a whole career from Over coming, 20 years. coming out of high school and being in the NBA, he had one situation. Right. That 
Yes, it was a big, you know, it was a big uproar, whatever. But it was one situation. And from that has never had anything else. From that has continued to build, has continued to make sure that he respected women and he he started right. advocating more for them so that he could understand, like, this is not who I am. What is being said about me is not who I am. Right. And you can't even respect in this moment to say... Okay, let's put that aside. That's not even important to bring up right now. He died with his child. Like, right. Why are you not telling us about what the other people on the plane did? It's just selfishness because he's the, he's the biggest person. Um, the most, I guess, um, famous person? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't understand. I just feel like it's a, a respect thing and it's something that I personally would never do, but I can't expect everybody to conduct themselves like I would. And also, if you think about it, that's what they normally do with us as... Yeah, I was the, I was actually waiting. As I was expecting it to be sooner. You know, and it's easier to... It's easier to put our flaws out there than to speak of our accolades. Right. And because I'm, if you go on different stations the conversation and the uh, memorials of him and what they're saying is completely different on every station. ESPN hasn't even touched it. Right. You know, black journalists, interviewers, you know, they are not even saying anything. But you go on another station, they're going to bring that up also. Right. But it was a part of his life, so I can't be mad. I'm just saying, could you at least talk about it a few days out? We don't need to say it. Within the 24 hours of his death. Right. Because I'm pretty sure that, you know, whenever it's my time to go, you have people that say nice things. You used to have somebody say, yeah, she'll cuss your ass out. Mm-hmm. And I probably would if I was still alive, too. Mm-hmm. That's just a part of but who I, I am. Can you at least just wait a second before you bring yeah. that up? You know, you know. Like I, I just don't entertain the goofy stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I just know it's a, it's a cry out for attention from individuals that want attention. Right. But anybody that doesn't have any. More and it's, and it's to me, I feel it's a disrespect for the people who are mourning. Right. I didn't ask. You for just that. don't, don't even care. I yeah. They don't care about how many people to, are hurt. They're trying to get over the fact that they're even deceased at this point. But this is what you choose to bring negative. That you add more fuel to the fire. Yeah. Um, so that's just a lack of character and shame on you, Miss Lady. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna say your name, but shame on you. Um, right. So we're, we're gonna we're gonna end on that note because it it bothers me. I'm still mourning. So 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 I guess everybody have a good week as best as you can. Best week that you can possibly have. Be inspired. Be uplifted. Um, try to inspire somebody else. Mm-hmm based on the time that you have because you never know live your life have fun do whatever it is that you want to do and you need to do um yeah you know follow us subscribe find us on apple podcast soundcloud spotify (laughs) i can't even sound uplifting yeah it's like it's not even you know we'll just negate that maybe next week we'll have a little bit better a little bit more pep in our stuff Wish you all the best, a happy and safe week, and be blessed, everybody. Yeah. Bye. Bye.